Warning, the following podcast contains fatalities, brutalities, animalities, babalities, and babelicious ideas, as well as spoilers and coarse language for the movie Mortal Kombat. A martini shaken up. Shocking. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast that says the best herb is parsley. I'm your host, Judy, and with me, as always, is the scorpion to my sub zero, Tom. Hello. I'm very good compared with that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Getting off to a nice start to this episode. Well, I'm very plaid of that. Very plaid. Plaid. <laughs> like, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Plaid. What do you think of parsley? <laughs> Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of parsley? Huh? Parsley. Parsley. I I like it over coriander. Or yeah, coriander. As you Americans sucks. call it, cilantro. What? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, cilantro and coriander are the same thing. So if somebody ever offers you cilantro, know that it's that terrible herb. Everybody says that marijuana is devil's lettuce. No man. Coriander. You don't see anyone smoking coriander. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the way that some people talk about coriander. Have they any dish? It's delicious. It's not as gross. I had never heard of the term devil's lettuce. Haven't you? I have. Now I have. But this was like maybe last year. Someone was like, "Hey, dude, you want some devil's lettuce?" I'm like, "You making a salad? Like, what do you what do you want about?" <laughs> I, I would say because most people do not refer to it as devil's lettuce. I know one person who refers to it as devil's lettuce. Who? Your mum? <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> <laughs> I won't expose said person, but they listen to the show. They know who they are. Robert Kirkman sucks. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, and also, we have Fuzzy Dan, who I would consider to be, out of all the Mortal Kombat characters... Um... <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Kano of the podcast, mate. I mean, yeah, that, that's a that's astute. Yes, there we go. What do you think of parsley? Look, par- <laughs> look. If we're going to talk about bullshit herbs, I'm just going to start a fucking fight right now. Parsley is the most bullshit, unfucking usable herb on the planet. But use it as pasta. Use it as a fucking garnish, maybe. But do not put that food anywhere near my fucking anything else that I'm going to eat or consume ever. Let's talk about fucking cilantro because I got a fucking bone pick, right? <laughs> there are people that think cilantro, aka coriander, is the greatest herb on the planet, and there are people that are wrong. Um, that that's I can't believe. I understand that some people think it tastes like soap, and there's this whole weird taste bud thing. So it either tastes good or it tastes shit. It's just a really, really weird, bizarre thing. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. I put it in everything. It tastes disgusting, and as I determined when I went to Vietnam, they put it in. Everything. Everything. Yes, it is. It is an amazing, just wonderful herb that goes in all sorts of stuff. So, yes, give me more of that coriander magic. No, uh, no, that's a song I've just made. No, up, no so. coriander. Yes. No, I, I, I disagree. Um, no, it's, pas- okay. it's all right to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> just put garlic in everything, and I'm happy. Garlic's fine. I'm happy with garlic. What's your thoughts no, on garlic? No one has a problem with garlic. Garlic is in everything. Like- I, I, I know someone who doesn't like garlic. He doesn't like <laughs> Fruc- <laughs> fructose intolerant people. <laughs> Vampires. They fucking hate it. <laughs> doesn't like garlic. Doesn't like onions. Doesn't like barbecue sauce. Doesn't like tomato sauce. Jesus Christ, does this person <laughs> not have taste buds? I'm going to say, the two first ingredients are a significant portion of the third thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of. It makes sense. <laughs> but he does, like, I'm like, would you, would you have a curry with dal? Nah. 
<laughs> just we, some plain I mean, rice and Dom, a Dom, you can agree water, with that. What, what other things does Tony... Garlic, he doesn't have. Onion. Onion, he doesn't have. Curries, any spices. Curries, any chilies. Anything with flavour. Any Parsley. I uh, don't know. It's, parsley's a bullshit herb anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. Copious <laughs> amounts of pepper. Uh, uh, there we go. Copious amounts of pepper. Destroyed pepper's his good. taste buds. Pepper's pepper. good. I like pepper. Yeah. Speaking of pepper, we got some news to talk about. Um, we've <laughs> sprinkled some parsley and pepper over this movie review. No, parsley. <laughs> Talking about something that sucks just as much as Fuzzy's hates for parsley, How I Met Your Mother sequel series is in the works called How I Met Your Father, starring Hilary Up the Duff. Uh, I'm sorry, that was a poor joke. <laughs> Hillary Doof herself. Um, <laughs> Doof. It's got the umlauts above her name. My two main things with this is probably the fact of who wanted the spin-off series. Didn't they try to make it as well? Like, as soon as How I Met Your Mother ended, they tried to make How I Met Your Father or How I Met Your Dad. That's what they called it. I believe you. Um, <laughs> and secondly, is Hillary Duff even relevant to herself don't say that's in front of Mon <laughs> she's in the hit stand series Younger starring nobody else that I know but I, I've yeah. never even heard of that series I've watched a couple There's of episodes reasons for it <laughs> she has sex on a gondola sex on a gondola yeah not, see, not the Italian now, gondola the New Zealand style gondola that is a TV show I watch <laughs> <laughs> it's a literally, series literally. it's like comedians in car getting coffee like it's, it's yeah sex on a gondola <laughs> I mean, different styles of gondola all around and the world. You can mix it up because yeah. then you can make a spin off, Sex on a Canoe. Nah, yeah, don't rock that boat. <laughs> Either or, the gondola or the canoe. <laughs> the kayak might be more interesting, <laughs> yes. But but having said that, we, we are going to get uh, How I Met Your Father with Hilary Duff. So it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Oh, God. Variety has confirmed it. It's in ordered Why? with Hulu, Hulu owned by Disney. Why? Maybe. Hilary Duff plays Lizzie McGuire. And I said that in our listener community. I said, shared universe confirmed. You did. Lizzie McGuire you did. and How I Met Your Mother. I got no credit for it. I was I, I wanted something from that. Well, we did, we did get some comments on it. If you want to join our listener community, please do so. The link will be in the description below. Uh, of course, uh, Lizzie McGuire, shared universe. You didn't get any comments okay, back, but I you got emoji reactions. There's probably a 50-50% chance that link's not going to be there, isn't there? <laughs> no, no, no. We copy it from previous episodes. <laughs> You, you are probably the only person on the planet asking for that. <laughs> uh, Andy Campbell, of course, he loves everything. You could put cilantro and mix it with parsley and he'll love it. Uh, interesting stuff. Might actually start watching it because of this. Because, because of, of Hilary, Hilary Duff. Duff. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I Needs listen. more dog. Alistair Shelley says, Last season of How I Met Your Mother was absolutely insulting finale. Ensured I'll never watch another of those fucking created... Uh, enough... Uh, I'll never watch another... <laughs> not just me! Not just me! <laughs> what is going on? Very click, click. Uh, I'll never watch another thing those fuckers create ever again. Not even Lisa McGuire can make this bad. And Bradley J, fuck that, vote for Summer. And a gif of someone dancing. Fuzzy, do you understand that reference? I don't. <laughs> I don't, I've not watched a single episode of that show, so... How I Met Your Mother or Lizzie yeah, McGuire? Either or. Take your pick. Both. How Met Your Mother's okay, and then, yeah, like like Shirley says, the last season is absolutely... I mean, Neil Patrick Harris is amazing, and I'd watch most of the things he does, but everything else about that show just seems forced. Neil Patrick Harris and Jason Siegel are probably the only good things. Oh, and um, the... See, the, you're not selling it to me. And the person who plays... Um, I've already seen that man's penis. There's nothing else he can do that's going to be funny for me. <laughs> And the yeah, dude that I've seen his penis. Yeah, yeah we right? have. Everybody has. Yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Great movie. Can't Can't movie. That penis. Probably the best thing he's ever done. 
Oh, is it Muppets? Probably the best <laughs> thing he's ever done. <laughs> I still don't know why I watched that. What? Yeah. Muppets. You watched it? Yeah, that's all right. Right. Uh, it's also got uh, the person who plays Maria Hill in the MCU. I've forgotten her name. Toby Smulders. She ran out of money. No, she was in that. No, that's actually got the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, she starred in that and then Marvel hired her because she was famous. Um, speaking of Marvel, um, there is billboards going around that Fuzzy has uh, showed to us on the listening community as well. Uh, for our beloved hero, please, hashtag bring back Tony Stark to life. And it's got a date for it, 42421, and it's just the bring back as the Marvel Studios logo, and it's got the uh, arc reactor. Yeah. Why people are spending money on this, I don't know. It's a fucking billboard in LA. Like, seriously, that's a whole billboard that people spend actual Earth dollars on. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, if you're going to go to all this effort, make a fucking snappy hashtag, because that one is a fucking mouthful. Hashtag bring back Tony Stark to life, is it? Uh, Yes, no, yeah, hashtag bring back Tony Stark to life. That's a lot. Hashtag return iron man. Hashtag bring back Tony Stark or bring back Stark or something like that. Hashtag Snyder Cut worked because it was snappy. Hashtag bring back Josh, destroy Josh Whedon's cut of this and bring back Zack Snyder's cut wouldn't have worked as much. It's too long. Cut it down. Hashtag be Iron Man. Hashtag bring back Stark. I feel like it's a choice of one or the other. Either go snappy or just obnoxiously long. It's too long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is... Hashtag please bring back Tony Stark, please. I want to see him in further movies. He probably. Okay, bye. <laughs> he probably, Thank you. <laughs> Thank well, you, please. Well, the rumor is he is in uh, Black Widow, baby, because it's set after the events yeah. of Civil War. So there is the rumor that he's before the part that he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the best comment I think we had on that was, of course, Ian saying, "Might be able to use the internet to my advantage then and get a billboard that says, get me a girlfriend, preferably Emma Watson, but we'll set it for Emma Stone.' See again, too long. Needs to <laughs> just trim down that hashtag. <laughs> Something usable. Hashtag Emma or Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Emma or Emma <laughs> Emma for Ian <laughs> uh, And uh, I think the only other thing of a news to announce is It's in the works You guys don't want to be a part of it That's fine Kermit, of course, Iron Kermit, Twitch streamer And Michael from Culture Shock Collectibles and I At some point will be going back and reviewing the 90s Power Rangers movie For shits and gigs uh, And I've already received death threats <laughs> Uh, of of what kind of nature? Of don't do this or don't don't ruin my childhood? Uh, it was uh, our listener and friend Kermit, uh, his partner, messaging me saying, because of you, we're now watching this shit film. Ah, I see, yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you're the reason why I hate my Friday afternoon. <laughs> yes. See, yeah, it's, again, I'm probably in the category of uh, I, I was too old for Power Rangers to be too, amazed by too- it. Old for too, Power Rangers. Too old to begin the training. Um, I was, I, I was out of the the part. I think you guys were the right age group to be excited about Power Rangers. Power Rangers is the fucking tits, man. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think I just missed the window of excitement around Power Rangers. So I loved it as a kid. I just have no desire to go back to it. I mean, you have no desire to go back to a Power Rangers. Like, if would you not? Would <laughs> what you, do you mean what I mean? <laughs> would you not want to be on an episode where we talk about the 1990s Power Ranger film filmed in Sydney? I don't want to watch it again. It's on Disney Plus. You don't have to pay I mean, for you, it again. You're not selling it to us. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. As, as far as I'm concerned, this means I get a week off. I'm okay. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Kimmy. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. And look, if I'll come and talk about it, if you would like me to get shitfaced and talk about it completely shitfaced on a Sunday morning, I'm. T- 
totally fine with it. Should that. face on a Sunday morning. Yes. <laughs> That's a problem. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, of course, we are sponsored by Incognito Comics. Where, of course, we record at 32B Bignor Road, Moorabbin. This week's coming out... Oh, this week's uh, new release books, of course, is Alien Issue 2. I don't know if you guys were interested or cared about Alien uh, Issue 1 that Marvel did. But they introduced a somewhat new character that we've never seen in uh, the Alien universe before. It seems to be the... Sort of the brood mother, if you will, the the, mm. the character behind the hive mind who controls everything. She looks a little bit like the fuck thing from Species. You know, the HR Geiger monstery thing oh, from Species. Oh yes, sorry, yes, the fuck thing, yes. What is it called? It's got a name. The fuck monster. Yeah, the fuck bot. Never seen this, and I'm just envisioning disturbing things. Yes, HR Geiger things. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 a woman who is HR Geiger. So she looks like an alien, but I she think looks you were like discussing a woman. this the other day, and you said she looks somewhat like Kerrigan. A little, a little bit, bit yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it has tentacles that come out of her nipples, so... That species. <laughs> yes. And kills Alfred Molina. Hot. After yes. coming. <laughs> Double hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, so issue two is available now. I'm actually quite interested to read and pick that up. Of course, we have the Marvel event that I won't spoil because I know Tom is in the midst of reading and catching up. The King in Black storyline where Venom becomes a, uh, it's a... It's a pretty big event for the character of Venom. Yep, well, Tom, well, you're... the volume of Venom. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this will get me through a couple of days. This will be a nice thing to read. I read it in a night. The entire thing. It's really good. Donny Gates is a good writer. Yeah, his, his writing is really good. It doesn't, like, fluff around with, like, just dialogue boxes. It just gets straight to the point. It's easy to read. Um, he's also currently writing Thor, where Thor is now the Herald of Galactus. And uh, for those of you who want to see okay. what Thor looks like, it's the outfit he has in Fortnite with the dancing. And You've, you've seen it. Your kid's a Fortnite guy. You've That's right. He's outfit. been doing Orange Justice all over the television. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a Fortnite thing. Get right. with the times, duty. I would, but I'm not as young as Paul. Um, so <laughs> if you want to check them out, they're at incognitocomics.com.au. Link will be in the description below, or you can come down to 32B, Big Nor Road, Moorabbin. Yes, I'm drilling it into your brain, Nick. Um, but this week, we're talking about possibly... I, w- I would still say one of... Uh, possibly a movie that was released in the last week. Yes. Fuzzy, what is that film? <laughs> it is Mortal Kombat. Sorry, wait. Mortal Kombat! That's <laughs> uh, much better. Uh, yes, sorry. Just for those who, people who didn't know, uh, this is the 2021 version of the video game movie, yep. not the other one that was done in... 1995 uh, and 1997. That is correct. Um, so, yes, so this one follows... It's almost the saga of Scorpion, isn't it? He seems to be a very central character in a lot of modern-day Mortal Kombat-ish. He is the logo for NetherRealm Studios, and he's one of the most recognisable video game characters of all time. There you go. So, yes, he's, he's definitely taken the lead at this one, and it follows the, his his heritage within uh, the universe of Mortal Kombat, and uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, we can't not talk about Mortal Kombat without actually having the... Ah, uh, damn it. I don't want to go through the whole fucking theme song. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Too long! Um, and people don't like background music. Um, but I, I, I think that background music is allowable. Okay, cool. Okay. We'll allow you to do that. Yes. One song and one song only. Put it on repeat. Um, <laughs> yes. So, Mortal Kombat, of course, and thank you to, to uh, Universal Australia for sending me and my wife along to... What are you doing, Tom? Stop playing. Oh. Because it's on very low in the background. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can turn it up really loud. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Yes, me and my wife got to go to a early screening of it. You guys, of course, saw it in your own homes and, uh, I mean, in the cinemas. <laughs> one of us saw it in the cinema, one of us saw it in our own home. Purchased with HBO Max. Uh, and exactly. <laughs> uh, of course, yes, let's go to about uh, Tom, your Scorpion guy. Being This is, a, as Fuzzy said, a very somewhat Scorpion-central plot device. What did you think of the movie? Just yeah. overall. Yeah. Yeah. No, um... <laughs> okay. okay, all right, moving on. Yeah, so, Under negatives. <laughs> overall, uh, it was satisfactorily brutal. Um, I think it definitely seemed to have some pacing issues through there. I would definitely enjoy watching this more than watching the older ones. I don't think the older ones have aged very well. What was the last time we watched the 95 one? Um, I have seen... YouTube videos that have compilations of some of the worst acting scenes and some of the worst CGI, and normally the <laughs> and normally the Mortal Kombat ones are in there, especially the one of now of the and now you will die of the woman doing that. I think it's from the second one. Oh yeah, don't watch Annihilation. That one fucking sucks. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was a little bit of a stupid, brutal um, action movie. And there is a fight scene towards the end that I think was awesome. Yes. Um, in the case of CGI and those sort of things, I did have some issues with how blood looked. Yep. Um, and how it sort of responded to certain things happening. And I was just like, you can be brutal and somewhat realistic with things, but it, some mm. of it just didn't look that great. Yeah. I need more realism in my cartoon, video game, death combat m- movie. <laughs> to be fair, anytime we talk about Mortal Kombat on Noob, you're constantly complaining about how people get stabbed in the eyes and then they just go back, straight back into fighting. No, well, it's, it's they, they <laughs> you're do, dead. They literally do moves like midway through a, a, a bout where any of those those particular actions would kill a person and then they continue fighting for the rest of the bout. Like, it should be like, that's it, they're done. But we don't have that within this game. This is Mortal Kombat. And this it, is Mortal Kombat. I'm going to say, and the Australian was fun. Captain Boomerang was a bit of fun. <laughs> Captain, that's not Captain, that's not Joy Courtney. It's, it's pretty the, much the, the, the same character. character. Is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Josh Lawson. Yeah, it's an over the top outback no, Australian. Yeah, no, I'm saying like that. Is, oh like, right, yeah, that yeah. is Captain Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, they're going mm, different actor. Um, yeah, if you didn't have Kano in this film, it would be a slog to get through. Oh, I think Kano 100 percent stole the show. Yeah, um, and I I enjoyed his character in it. Um, well, he's I, a fantastic act, actor, Josh Lawson. So. It yes. makes, makes a big difference. He's been Anchorman in a lot, too. He's been in a lot of uh, very good uh, US and Australian-made movies and TV shows. He's done a lot of really good work, and I think it's you know seeing him do something like this, where he's actually being a, like acting as a badass. I think is is pretty fun for him. So mm. yeah, I've, I've enjoyed that. Yeah, and yeah. I think the the deviation away uh, of this away from the original Mortal Kombat story. I suspect this is going to annoy some people. Yes. It, Particularly you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and, appear, and it appears fuzzy. Oh, yes. There will be things that we will discuss in the negative section that will confirm exactly what Thomas has just I, I have a lot of negatives for this film, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy myself. If that makes sense. Okay. Well, yeah. So I, I guess that's an initial sort of thing about it. Like, it, it was fine. It yep. was what I expected. And you know what? I think that's the thing. Because if you go in and you get what you're expecting... 
it's harder to walk away disappointed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, that's fair enough. Like it, 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 hundred percent, as you said, it does deliver on the combat. As soon as there's teasing for a fist fight or a fist fight is happening, you're just like, I don't care what just happened beforehand. This is fucking cool. And then it gets back into story or plot, and you're like, no. I mean, because I, I mean, it's no spoiler here, but like. Everybody would know this would happen anyway. Scorpion and Sub Zero fighting each other. That's fucking dope. It's fantastic. I and, really enjoy that. And for Mortal Kombat fans, I want more of that. For Mortal Kombat fans, he is doing. They're both doing, of course, moves from the game. So yeah, of course, there's the standard. You know, get over here with the rope spear or the kunai. But there's also like newer moves that Sub Zero has gotten in the games now, where he creates an ice wall and then kicks him through it. Like that's a move he does in the I game. I still love the one where he like cuts him, and then as the blood's going up, he freezes the blood and then stabs him with the blood. Yeah, like, that was fucking cool. Yeah, yep. like and we, I, I will. Uh, it's in the trailer touch, as well. Touching so on negatives yeah. a little bit, like a lot of that stuff comes from the trailer. Yeah, and they've shown a, lo- a lot of the cool stuff you see in the trailer is ninety percent of the cool stuff you see in the movie. So that's uh, a little bit disappointed that they showed so much of it up front uh, in the trailer. Tease a little bit or put a more into the movie, but I think a lot. I saw a lot of the stuff I wanted to see already. Yeah, there are a couple of cool moments here and there and a couple of cool fights here and there, but like mm. the the reason you go to Mortal Kombat is to see Sub Zero and Scorpion fight. Like it's it's they're the two characters that are, you know, the most recognizable for the series. Sure. Um outside of that, outside of the fighting though, of course the gore was good. The the comedy from Josh Lawton's Kano was fantastic. Constantly had the cinema in stitches. Yeah. Even the sound design, there was one point at like where you know, Josh Lawson says something snarky, but he's not on screen. He's like off screen to the right. Yeah. And I, like with the sound design in the cinema that I was sitting in, I thought it was someone saying it behind me. <laughs> and I was sitting at the back being like, oh, fuck, that's the sound design for this. Like it's, it was great. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really all the positives I have to say. The costume department was pretty cool. I like I liked Sub-Zero and Scorpion's outfits. Their face masks were fucking sick. Kano looked pretty cool like how he does in the games. Kung Lao and Liu Kang look like how they look in the games. Mm. Um, Melina was fine. Shang Tsung was okay. Raiden, Raiden looked cool. The majority of the costume design was quite good in this, thinking mm. on it now. The, the only mm. one that I really wasn't a huge fan of was the uh, the, the, the metal body suit. That, um, what's his Cole name? Cole Young. Yeah, yeah let's, we'll, we'll talk oh, about Cole yeah, Young we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Uh, there were some cool surprise characters that popped up that I flat out wasn't expecting as well. Can I can I just say um, that Liu Kang's body, whatever the fuck was going on with that thing, that guy was ripped. He played the part. He looked the part. Yes. He acted the part. Yes. But I just got this overwhelming vibe of, like, yesterday he was an emo kid and it was the first time he was going out in the sun. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he, it looked like he still had, like, wiped mascara under his eyes. Like, he just gave me this vibe of, like, you grew up being an emo kid. Yeah, Non-conformists no. can be. <laughs> yes, yeah, whatever the fuck it might be. But, like, he played the part. Like, it was cool. I will say, being a 1995 fan, I will sit there go, please do a couple of what? Or something like that. Like, do something Liu Kang does in the game. But it doesn't... It, this movie get a little bit of when he did the, the running kick thing. Like, a little bit, but not fucking, much. That was fucking cool. Yeah. I figured you'd like that. Oh, yeah, I was sitting there going... <laughs> <laughs> but um, the start of the film, like, I, I think, like... You can watch the start of the film on online, the first seven minutes of the film. It is uh, Scorpion and the Shiro Ryu being attacked by the Lin Kuei and Sub-Zero. It was fucking cool. 
I, I will just say I, I'm glad that I did not watch that online and I waited till I went to the cinema to watch it because they, they did make it available, I think, last week as a bit of a teaser to get yeah. everybody in. I'm glad I waited to see that in the cinema. But if you can't wait and you need to desperately see it, it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and during that scene, like, the entire cinema was quiet. There were moments of uh, that were reminiscent of John Wick killing that basketball player guy with the book. Like, the entire <laughs> cinema going, oh! Like, it had that sort of atmosphere to it. But during the start of that part of the film, like, obviously Sub-Zero's in it. The, his hand with the ice forming out of his hand looked fucking cool. And Mon goes, that's Sub-Zero. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you see uh, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. That's not what you said. You weren't, yeah, it is. Shut up. No, no. <laughs> no, no. That, that's for Star Wars. <laughs> but she went, that's Sub-Zero. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah, cool. And she's, she's picking it up. And you see Hiroyuki Sonata pick up the kunai, put the rope around it. I'm like, here we fucking go. And Mon goes, who's that? Fucking really? And he's throwing the rope around, putting it through his people's heads and stuff, and it's like, who's this guy? <laughs> like, oh, dude, come on. Uh, it, it was pretty cool. I liked how that was. It wasn't meant to be a an actual weapon. It was his wife's, like, digging trowel for the garden. Mm. That was kind of a nice little touch to yeah. it. Uh, yeah, just, like, there's just little moments that they, they made the, the universe a lot more interesting to be in. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think there's, yeah, just... It's such a. You're saying John Wick. Yeah, you felt John Wicky in the at the, the start. In certain scenes, yeah, it was very. I, I John felt Wicky. like it was the start of um, like Avengers uh, Endgame for me. Like it was. Oh yeah, with with yeah. Hawkeye and the family. Like there's just it was. Something's gonna go down. There was brutality and like emotion in there. There was a lot going on within that seven minutes that was just incredible. I, I think they, you know, we'll talk about the pacing later on. But that first seven minutes was so well balanced. I kind of, you know, we've said, again, we've talked about expectations and we expected certain things. My expectations went up a notch after seeing that. Like, holy shit, this is actually really good cinema. And we will we'll talk about whether or not the rest of the film met up to that. Well, I think it's time for us to... Is there any other spoiler-free positives that anyone wants to talk about before we move into the sort of the negative sort of stuff? Uh, I think we said that the fighting, like every single time they fight, I think was a lot of fun. They did a lot of really cool things um, with the, the camera angles and the cinematography for the fights. I think were fantastic. Where if you watch the '95 film, mm. uh, Paul W. S. Anderson, it's his first film, as is, as well as uh, Simon McCrode, who did this film. It's his first film. Yeah. Um, you look at sort of first directors, first films. They're both Mortal Kombat, and it's like. Paul W. S. Anderson's very close. He's constantly cutting with the shots. Where some of Crow's like, "Yep, I'm gonna step backwards, and you can just watch them fight." And I'm like, "Okay, that, that's fucking great." Yeah, and we had some good training sequences, and there was a good bit of gore in here, like the bit where um, uh, what's his face, hat guy, uh, Kung Lao, Kung Lao, that's the one, um, where he throws the hat in the ground and it starts spinning, and then he throws uh, uh, Natara, Natara, that's right, through that. Holy shit, that was cool. That was the Avengers Endgame moment for for the cinema. Like, yeah. he's on the back of her, he's thrown the hat, and he's literally, like, riding it like a fucking surfboard into oh. the puzzle. It cuts through the entire scene and just goes, whoa! And yeah. starts clapping and I, everything. I'm going to start here. You guys, we're probably going to get excited about scenes with gore in them, so be prepared. We're probably just going to spoil it as we're going through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, it was just, it was one of those moments where yeah. you're like, that just, it, it, it that's what I came to see in a Mortal Kombat oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Is people getting literally eviscerated. Like, well, she was fucking bisected, cut down the middle. It was unreal. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So I, I, 
I wish there was more of those moments. We had a couple film. of them. We had a couple. We had... Um, uh, Kano fights Reptile. That's correct. Yes, I'm sorry. It's a spoiler. But to be honest, if you're expecting Reptile in his ninja outfit, you're not going to get it. It's literally a giant iguana. Yeah, pretty basically. much. Basically. Yeah. Spits acid, turns invisible. It's... it's Little remin- I don't know why, but I got a little bit of a Terminator 2 vibe when they're in the elevator, like trying to figure out whether the T-1000 is above them because like he's invisible when you see Reptile mm. come down from Didn't above. did Annihilation do the same? Was it Annihilation or the other one? That it was actually a reptile? It wasn't... Yeah, okay, in the so, first yeah. film, it's a reptile. It's this really shitty CG thing that's following them around and then Liu Kang throws it into a statue and it turns into... It absorbs into, the statue and then it turns yeah, into it reptile. Into, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but yeah, no, that was that was pretty cool. And then um, the they were there the bit with Sonya Blade where she gets her uh, Hakata. Oh, don't get me started. Uh, and 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 laser beams or laser bolts. Oh, she or, shoots through. Uh, yeah. She shoots through someone. We'll get to it. As well. And Just it, spoilers. It shoots through this person's body, and then you, you see, see her the, spine. You see the spine, but all of the, the the flesh has gone away. Which is, we'll talk about that. But yeah, like, there were some really cool death moments in here. There yeah. should have been mine. Uh, it should have been more. Sorry. And um, yeah, let's talk about negatives because I, I just really want to talk about this one because it really fucking round me. one. Um, Fine. Uh, Shang Soon. Shang Song. Or Shung, whatever. <laughs> uh, does his his special move, uh, which has been called all of all time, has been known as the Soul Steal. They call it the Soul Suck in this film, mm-hmm. and it really bothered me. <laughs> it's it was uncomfortable. Oh, he's about to do a Soul Suck, says one of the bad guys. I was like. No, ooh, <laughs> gross. Yeah, soul suck. Also, like the costume, <laughs> the scream they make when he does his soul suck. The ooh, <laughs> the, gross. The costume like, department just for Shang. Say steal. <laughs> I, I'm gonna steal it. Your soul is mine. I'm. It's a. It's called the soul steal. Uh, That's yeah. the fucking move, and they called it a soul I, suck. I also really don't find the guy who's good with calculation to be um, a good Shang Tsung. That intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> no, his outfit looked weird. Like. It, he was dressed as if he was like the ruler of a kingdom. I'm like, no, you're a sorcerer. Yes. Like you, you pseudo somewhat need to be ready for battle. Like, and that was the cool thing about Shang Tsung for the first film. He walked around the entire time in this long leather trench coat, but then when he was ready to fight, he took it off and he was in like a fucking battle outfit. And I'm like, yeah. cool, sweet. If I had to punch Shang Tsung, he'd fall like a stack of shit because he's in covered in armor and a cape. <laughs> we can't block it. He just like can't move his arms. Yeah, he can't move. But the thing that I'm trying uh, uh, so. I don't know the storyline of the game. I'm happy to help. But so is he just a random sorcerer who fights for them and the actual ruler is um what, what's his name? Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. So yes. he is he is yeah, so Shao Kahn can't go on to Earthrealm, which is Earth Um but so Shang Tsung hosts the Mortal Kombat tournament on his island. Uh, and he is the evil sorcerer that steals souls. And he works for Shao Sucks Kahn. souls, please. Uh, Sucks. According, yes. There's <laughs> soul sucking. There's uh there's lots of negatives about the story and about what they did with this film that uh, I have massive problems with. Let's start with the big one, Cole Young. Pointless okay. character. So they, they bring in a new character for this film. And Lewis Tan is, is fine as acting-wise. I think his acting is fine. It's boring. But the character it's is boring. pointless. Yeah, and there's uh, nothing, but there's nothing about it, the character. I, I get you don't I, need him. I get that you want to like you know do new things for a Mortal Kombat movie, but this is a a, a video game franchise. It's with a very beloved franchise. Hundreds of different fucking characters that they brought in in the past, 
and they've got history and storylines and all the rest of it, and you bring in a new fucking character who just does nothing? Like, what, like there's no history to it. There's no nothing. I was immediately confused. I was like, surely this guy's... No, he can't be. Like, Liu Kang's like the main guy, right? Liu Kang is, yeah, generally the leader. And, and they, they bring in this guy as a... Like, it, it just seemed to be an absolute pointless waste of time. And with, his, with his Black Panther armor. That oh, my God. I'll, I'll get to that. So if it, <laughs> which, doesn't, which he uses, like, one, two, 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 two doesn't two times? use it towards does the it, end of the does, film. Is that what it, I couldn't figure out I what his fucking that, thing I, does. I took it as, like, Black Panther, it's absorbing the energy, and it's going red when it's absorbing it, because he goes all red, yeah. and then he does Converts it into strength, yeah. Because that's how he takes out Goro. Yeah. Use your uppercut, Dad! <laughs> anyway. I... <laughs> Chekhov's uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> you should have done the uppercut, Dad. I, I have a lot of problems with this. The first one being Cole Young. The character is created solely so established characters in the Mortal Kombat universe can explain what's going on to the audience. There's a tournament. There's If we fail, we lose the Earth. It gets taken over. Fine. But they, but they did like a like a, a crawl like a little yeah, title sequence exactly, at the start, and it, and it didn't explain anything about it. It was just like um, you know, there's something's happening, and if we lose another tournament, we're dead, and you know, we get absorbed. Like it was the worst fucking title card explaining. It did, explained nothing. It and I know what the fuck is going on in these universes. Yeah, this fucking title card did nothing. It explained less. It made me dumber for reading it. <laughs> but the. The, the big thing for me is like you ha- you have a character who knows nothing of the tournament, nothing of abilities, nothing of Outworld, absolutely no knowledge of what's going on. Who cares? You know who else doesn't have that knowledge? Johnny fucking Cage. Yeah. He is an actor who goes to the Mortal Kombat tournament thinking it'll be good for his career. And when people start doing powers, he goes, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. That's the character of Johnny Cage. And in this, it's just like, let's introduce Cole Young and, oh, let's make him a descendant of Scorpion. Because people probably want to see that. I'm like, no, just use Johnny Cage. He prefers, he does the same service to the audience. You provide a bit more comedy against Kano because Kano stole the show. Yeah. And the fucking abilities in this is so fucking stupid. Uh, everyone, everyone must discover their Hakata through combat. <sighs> so, yeah, everyone has uh, a special magical power inside of them. That if you have a dragon birthmark. Yeah. If you were born with said dragon birthmark, you are invited to the tournament. And you get to have a special ability. I don't mind the birthmark thing. I think no, that's no, okay. No. I it thought was, it was it, stupid. It, it, it was. It wasn't the worst thing they could have done for it. But then it's like <laughs> if if you if you're born with the birthmark, you have special abilities that you need to learn. Like yeah. you, you're not just you know fucking Iron Man or Thor waking up. You've immediately got powers or something. You need to learn how what it is and how to use them. Right. Yeah. But if you get killed, the birthmark transfers to the person who killed you. Yeah. AKA, that's how Kano has the mark because he killed someone in Some know, Brazil bird. or something yeah. like that and yeah. he got the birthmark. And then from there, they went through two days maybe of training to sort of learn their abilities. Kano yeah. has a laser eye, which that's not an ability. He has that because oh, he has a did, fucking laser did that eye. Did annoy anyone? Yes. Like, I wanted to see, like, because it, it, during the fight with Reptile, he gets his face scratched. Yeah. And, like, it goes over his eye. So I was expecting kind of like we had with Nick Fury with the cat. Yeah. Um, He's going to start yeah. eating through his face. Yeah. That would have been cool. Or, like, he spits acid in his face and they have to replace his eye with a fucking robot eye. Would have been great. Now he's got a laser eye. We don't have to talk about fucking Hakata magic. Like, right. find your fucking spirit animal. Like, just give him a laser eye. Right. Then, oh. then, yeah. So then it goes into 
Robot laser eye. <laughs> it's fucking simple. It goes into everyone has Poor to learn. <laughs> everyone has to learn their abilities. Poor me for no robot laser eye. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Kung Lao has got his hat and he can teleport around and do basically what Kung Lao does. Liu Kang has fire and can summon the big fire dragon thing when he slams it into the ground. That was pretty cool. That was big cool. Fire dragon was that was better cool. than him turning into the dragon like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's very yes. bad. But uh, Kano, of course, has the laser eye. As Tom said, Cole Young has Black Panther suit, but it's gold. Um, I, I batons. And, oh, stupid fucking batons. One's a normal baton, one's a spiky baton. I did also like how, like, this, the, the suit, you could definitely tell it was just a shirt. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it, like, you know, it looks like it's supposed to, it's supposed to be, like, metal armor, and at some stage it's just all crumpled up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very <laughs> It was a poorly fitting shirt. But, like, the entire time in the film, because we, we are jumping around a lot on this. Oh, yeah. But in the entire time in the film, we're, we're getting teasers that, of course, Cole is some way related to Scorpion. He keeps having, like, mirrored flashbacks of Scorpion surrounded in fire trying to reach out to him. He keeps seeing the kunai surrounded in fire. Like, you sit yeah. there going, okay, obviously he's a descendant of Scorpion. What's his ability going to be? I wanted his ability to be he was going to get, like, possessed by Scorpion right? and become the Scorpion. It fucking makes sense if you're going to do that. Like, because he gets given, like, the, the, kunai. the kunai. And, like, it's like, oh, shit, he's going to grab that and then all of a sudden... He's going to turn into Scorpion. That would have been fucking great. Right? But he turns no. into the Scorpion he, instead of getting fucking stupid... Black Panther's suit. Stupid... And he immediately... fitting shirt. He immediately kills Goro. Uh, and I'm just sitting there going, no, you're dead. But the whole thing for me was... Sonya fights Kano in the third act of the film. Sonya kills Kano, immediately knows how to use her powers. No training, no nothing, just rocks up and immediately kills Melina. Melina, who is, like, cool. Uh, I have a lot of problems with this film. Look, I, I think they spent, like, one of the big problems that you have when you bring in a new character like this is that you have to establish this character, give them a backstory, and then do all of that, the rest of that stuff to lead up to them being invited into this world. If they'd used existing characters within the Mortal Kombat universe, you wouldn't have had to build up a backstory. You could have used And it Johnny would have Cage, saved though. you 30 minutes in this fucking movie, and you could have just got to the point. Because they've just spent, they've spent 45 minutes of just fucking dialogue and like yeah you know, all of this build up to get to a point where it's like we've already here we were all the audience is a mortal combat audience we've already arrived at these same fucking points half an hour ago why the fuck is it taking us this well, we need to get you a floor set <laughs> all i'm hearing in the microphone is <laughs> 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 um look I'm angry whenever you hear that it means i'm angry <laughs> we i uh, tom let's talk about some of your negatives because i have more to go back to for my negatives all right. Um, I have. I've I written. I've have written it down. For this. Holy oh, shit! Wow. Okay. <laughs> this oh. was. This was going to be this week's video, and my computer shat itself. So there's no video this week. There's a. There's a. That lot, is. Lot that is writing, excessive. Man. There's a lot. A lot of writing. That is 20 minutes of audio. <laughs> wow. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I, I obviously don't have the same level of passion for this film as the other two people in the room. Um. Because I haven't started hitting tables. Maybe I should. Ah! No, Angry. you're near the leg. He's not near the leg, so it bounces. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so, I guess, uh, as I touched on before, I do think the main character is a bit boring. There's nothing really too that exciting about him, despite the fact that his great-great-grandfather was, the, uh, was Scorpion, obviously. Um, and one of the things that sort of confused me is I understand that he was born ages ago, but I... At first, when it, when he went, 
oh yeah well, they saved his daughter and then the guy came up I was just like but they saved his daughter and I'm just like oh yeah time difference okay yeah. gotcha, uh, gotcha for a second I'm like uh, maybe they're pre- maybe it's like a sleepaway camp thing where it's like <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think some of the characters did uh, the costume design was good but some of the characters did look a bit silly I think Raiden looked silly I think Raiden looked um, cool but he did fucking nothing well they made it out that he was meant to be doing nothing but there's, yeah, actually, he's always one of those ones that's meant to be doing nothing, and then he does something. So we'll, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get. I've written it down. We'll get to that. <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. Um, yeah, the start of the film was good, but then the pacing sort of jumped all over the place. I think there was a there was a fundamental issue in the way that they didn't did this, and I think it's why one of the reasons why they had the new character in there. It was to introduce into an ensemble. And also give justice and enough screen time to all the different characters that people mm. who have an affection for the game have an affection for a character. So they're trying. To, that's what I believe they're trying to do with this, which yeah. is why if you look like Sub Zero probably has the most screen time. Yeah, I would say. yeah, because he was chasing them around at the start. Oh, that yeah, scene was yeah. cool. I will say, yeah. Um, so I like the <laughs> so where he gets Jacks. Yeah, and he's like disappearing in the in the ice in like in the wind. I'm like, yeah, Fuck, that's cool. It's pretty cool. And the 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 like the, he's the, making it snow, and then he just picks up the snow and fucking throws it. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, Tom, but yeah, I, I think fundamentally from from that perspective and the actual pacing of it is their big issue is, and you will not hear me saying this often, um, is it was too short. Yeah. For what they were trying to do, for the amount of characters they were trying to introduce, yes, uh, it was an hour. And, it yes. was an hour and fifty-three minutes, I believe. Could have been two and a half hours. Uh, one hour and fifty minutes, according to the internet. So yeah, it's fucking short. It could have done with an extra forty minutes, especially like we talk about that pacing. That last, like you know, they're doing training, and then all of a sudden they start fighting, and then it's like, oh, we we're, we're now in Mortal Combat. Like, but there was no like um. and. I don't ever think the tournament ever began. It didn't. Thank you. It, it did not. It and, and the whole thing was like, you know, Shang Tsung came along and said, "Hey, we're gonna do, we're gonna kill them off before the tournament begins, so that we can win Mortal Kombat." But then there's no ever, ever no, no fucking gong. Tournament started. No, there they, is. They deliberately say they, they say let's Raiden. They get Raiden to teleport them into fight sequences yeah. deliberately. So they go. Oh, I think he says they don't want a tournament. Let's give them one, and that's when they start to teleport them out. Yeah, into I know. The nah, but that's not how they, it works. They, they, but that's they what need happens. To, yeah. yeah, I know. That's what happens. That's what happens. And it's but like they needed an extra twenty minutes here to like okay, we've had that first fight sequence and we've we've kind of lost. And then they need to have the re- we the, Aven- the Avengers thing, exactly right. They've been defeated individually. Now we need to go back, and you know we've discovered our you know, magic we'll, power. We'll take down Sub Zero together because he's too dangerous to take on alone. Let's leave him till the end. Uh. <laughs> anyway, but yes, they they definitely like they needed just that extra ten to twenty minutes of build up to get to that last sequence. Okay, now we've all been beaten. We're walking into the tournament defeated, and everyone, you know, Shang Tsung's, ah, we're gonna win, <laughs> and you know. You need that just that little bit of extra time to go right now. We've got an official tournament, and then have your official tournament, and then have a champion at the end who fights fucking Liu Kang or somebody else, and like it's, it, it yeah. is a lower budget film, so it does it will get away with that. It is also an Australian film. It was all filmed in South Australia, an Australian director, Australian producer, so on and so forth. Which is cool. Um, it's the best Australian film in my opinion. Um, mm. it's better than Mad Max. Um, sorry, Paul, Whoa. but. Speaking on, on, on the tournament, 
Anyone know uh, the rules of Mortal Kombat? There uh, are rules for Mortal Kombat. Tell us. Kombat. I believe it, it, it's mortal. It is. Yes. Rule number one. Uh, can only invade... You don't talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, can... Shut up. <laughs> can only invade the losing realm if the realm has won ten times in a row. The grand champion, basically the person who wins, wins the tournament, doesn't age and is immortal to the next tournament. Pretty standard stuff. Rule number two. The defending realm fighters cannot be attacked by the opposing realm until the tournament begins. Rule number three, once Mortal Kombat's declared, either party cannot refuse it. And any violations of the rules is a considered act of treason by against the realms and against the Elder Gods themselves and will be dealt with accordingly and swiftly. So, they're breaking rules. Shang Tsung is sending his fighters into the other realm to kill them, so then when the tournament comes up, they have no fighters or whatever it might be. They do have like a little throwaway line. They're like, hey, oh. are, we, are we allowed to do this? And he's like, yeah, won't they, I've the been gods doing be it, pissed? They're... And he's like, oh, leave the Elder Gods to me. I don't fucking care about the Elder Gods kind of thing. Like, that's that. Like, then why have the fucking tournament? But exactly also, right. Like, the rules... Just invade them then if you don't care yeah. about the Elder Gods. The <laughs> rules of Mortal Kombat are broken. Yeah. Right? Shang Tsung tries to attack the fighters and Raiden in Raiden's temple. I'm banging the table now. See? And Raiden just... How much run is it? It's satisfying. And banging <laughs> table. And Raiden just goes, oh, well, I'll put a force field around us so you can train. I'm like, no, Raiden, they've broken the rules. Fucking kill them. You can. They've broken the <laughs> rules. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's... Oh, uh, and hang on. We got to go back. To, <laughs> we got to go back to people's powers. Cole gets the Black Panther suit. Kano gets the laser eye. What is Jack's powers? Makes his robot arms big. All right, all right. Let me give you. Okay, let's that start. That is so fucking let's stupid. Let's start on the on the robot arms. All right. So first of all, he gets his arms frozen off by Sub Zero and smashed. Totally awesome. fine. Awesome. And they're like, okay. And so they take his body to Raiden's temple, and there's a bunch of like monks like throwing ointment at him and shit like that, and waving smoke over him, going, you know, whatever. And I think Liu Kang says, oh, you know, the ice cauterized the wounds, so yep. it's it's. Totally fine. So we see him lying there and he's got stumps. And then cut to like two seconds later, the next scene, he's got robot arms. Where the fuck did the arms come from? His, his ability... He didn't just grow them. He didn't just grow robot <laughs> arms in two seconds. It's just, it's never discussed. Where did the funks, uh, the fucking monks, the funks, the <laughs> fucking monks get the robot arms from? They haven't programmed anything in there. He's just got robot bits all over him. They have cut out like 20 minutes of... Fucking Jack's getting his robot arms. They said we have been exploring all the realms for solutions. Don't worry, we'll fix him. But hang on, his, it, show me two seconds. They will fix him. They had the technology. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> they, they, they also have his ability is that his arms go from Anakin Skywalker golden arm at the end of Episode Two to Anakin at the end of the start of Episode Three. His ability is to make robot arms bigger. If he still had his arms, what would his ability be? Imagine <laughs> if he got <laughs> what the fuck? Like that's the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. Popeye, <laughs> but like also like, uh, this was this was cool. I will say at least <laughs> this is the shout episode. Yeah, this was cool. When <laughs> we need to do like a not a language warning, a, a shouting episode. Yeah, everybody at home, <laughs> turn it down. <laughs> turn it down at least two notches. When when Shang Tsung rocks up to Raiden's temple, he brings Melina with him. Yep. He brings Sub Zero with him. I was actually thoroughly enjoying and surprised by bringing Cabal with him. I'm like, Cabal looks cool. Cabal's acts, yeah, totally. sweet. But then it's like, also, I've got Rico and Natara. 
Who the fuck remembers that? That's Mortal Kombat 4, and he's never been in another Mortal Kombat game again. I had to Google again. search all of them. Like, I had to Google like, search all dude, of those characters. you've got Melina, who, just before she dies, she, like, splits open her Heath Ledger Joker mouth to reveal her teeth and her proper smile, then gets killed. I'm like, dude, use Baraka. Melina is a clone of fucking uh, Katana yeah. with Tarkat and DNA in her. Use Baraka. No, we'll use fucking Rico, because remember Rico? Nope. Nope. Oh God! And I, I did, uh, I did notice that was uh, one of the guys, uh, Rictus from uh, Mad Max Fury Road, the uh, uh, the big fun. guy with the big you know, backpack. Uh, yeah, so it's the same uh, actor. The, the jock strap around his face. Yes, that's the one. Yes, jock strap around his face. So that was uh, Rictus from um, yeah Mad Max Fury Road uh, as Rico with the big. He why was is this, Rico? I don't There's know. There's so many other why people to use. Rico because he didn't require any CG. No, but, but like you could use, you could use yeah. reptile. Like reptile gets the shit kicked out of him. He goes back. They make him a fucking ninja. Or they put him in armor or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I reckon they wouldn't have wanted to use reptile because they didn't want to have another ninja in the armor. Because but I there's think three ninjas was. in the first Mortal Kombat film. There's five in the second. Yeah, but I think it actually is better to just have Scorpion and Sub Zero in this. To well, be you honest got- with you. Well, apparently there's four sequels written and planned and penned for this. Good gravy. Oh, well, we did get the big obvious tease at the end where they, they're like, you know, where fucking Cole Young says, oh, I'm, I'm, off, going to Hollywood. To, I'm off to Hollywood because, you know, <laughs> something might happen. And then it like cuts to a, a like a Johnny shot Cage of Johnny closer. Cage's crotch. Um, so, yes, interesting. Like, I mean, it's definitely set up for sequels, but they just introduced like just to the core characters, like... I get that you want to introduce new characters to, the, to your show. That's, you know, your silly cartoon fighting show, whatever. Just start with the core and then expand after that. Let the core characters do well and then you can add new shit. Don't start with the new shit because it's like going to, like, it would be like going to see ACDC and constantly like, hey, we're just going to play songs from our new album. Fuck off. I just <laughs> want to hear the classics. Show me the classics if I like those, maybe you can chuck a new one in later on. But Between songs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just give me the good stuff. And they didn't do enough of the good stuff. Big fan yeah. of the good stuff. <laughs> give me the good stuff. <laughs> give me the good stuff. Also, they just sort of completely disregarded Scorpion's origin story to just make it Sub-Zero killed him because so sh- Shang Tsung wanted him out of the top. Because you see at the very start of the film, Scorpion's got the, the logo on his wrist and then he gets killed. The logo doesn't transfer to, to, and he immediately catches fire when he dies. Don't explain that, but okay. Uh, see, and then they're like, oh, it just transfers down. Like, wouldn't it have transferred to Sub Zero? Exactly, because Sub Zero killed him. But then that's the. But, that's then how, his, but then his ancestor gets the. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make fucking it sense. It doesn't make any sense. But the whole thing for Sub for Scorpion's story and his plot device is, he was killed. His family was killed. He was told it was Sub-Zero, he kills Sub-Zero, but it wasn't Sub-Zero who did it. And he is a fighter, like, he's manipulated and he's a spectre of the Netherrealm. And this, he literally appears in the last fight, and the last fight is cool when Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight. But it's Scorpion just going, I have learned to tame the fires of hell. I'm like, no, you haven't. Like, where is this coming from? Like, you, you haven't introduced nothing for his backstory. You've literally just gone, yeah, he wants a vengeance. And it makes sense yeah, for vengeance. I, I get it. Then they had those little, like, bits of him in hell and all the rest of it. But, like... How did it get out of hell? Oh, uh, wizard. <laughs> Whenever you see something like that, a wizard did it. But it's just like, but like no, but he, but he hits, like, Cole Young goes, oh, I've got the kunai, and pulls it out of his back, hits 
Sub-Zero with it. And Sub-Zero goes, oh, the weapon of Scorpion. And then Scorpion's there. And I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? Oh, it was, the com- it was, the it was blood. a combination of his blood and his heir's blood. That's ah, yeah. so stupid, man. It, it is. Like, they, so they, needed, they needed, again, this is an extra, tw- like, part of that extra 20 minutes leading up to the tournament. In, in there is no commas. tournament in this film. Get, inverted commas, dirty. You can hear them on the podcast, all right? <laughs> tournament in inverted commas. Like, leading up to that, that's a, like a five-minute sequence where they go, here's Scorpion. I need to get out of hell to, you know, avenge my family or, you know, whatever. Being tortured by Quan Chi and shit like that. Perfect. Makes do sense. some of that shit. Like, yeah. literally, that's five minutes you could do. Like, oh, I will send you back to the Earth realm and you will fucking fight for me. Like, that's that's actually what fucking happens. Uh, and this is annoys me because I watched that fucking uh, uh, Scorpion's, Scorpion's Revenge, Revenge. Oh, uh, the, the cartoon great series. movie. It does all of the... It's such a good version of what they've tried to do here. Because they show the backstory, literally the same thing. The starting yeah. sequence is seven minutes of Scorpion's family getting murdered. And then he comes back at the end because he doesn't deal with the fucking wizard to, to bring him to Earth Realm. Like, it's just, it's, I want, I, having seen that and having seen this movie, you could just see they've tried to do something else and it just yeah. doesn't add I think, up. to what you guys said before, I think, I actually reckon if he got stabbed with it, he should have actually transformed into it. Into Scorpion. And then he's and then, possessed by the soul and, of his ancestor, and, and he beca- and that's his magic fine. power. That way, that's a lot better. Instead of doing the cheesy thing that Sub Zero and Scorpion both revealing their names was really cheesy, I felt the way that they did. Yeah. I think it would have been really cool if he had stabbed him, he had transformed, and then all of a sudden he was like, I am Scorpion, and then did the thing or something. Yeah. That would have like, been cooler. Uh, it's, uh, it would have been called, so much cooler. And as well, like he's called Scorpion, like the Shirayu logo. Is a fucking scorpion. Yeah, that's why he's called Scorpion. Um. Besides that, the fights are cool. I didn't like the. the I was paying attention to the music. The music for this uh, movie is done by Benjamin Wolfish. Benjamin Wolfish has done it, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. Uh, he is doing the Flash, the upcoming Flash movie that's just gone into production um, this week. Okay. Um, I went through and listened to the insi- entire soundtrack back to front. To, and there is one good song on there, which is the Ooh. song from the trailer called I'm Scorpion. I think this movie would have been awesome if you got those old 8-bit and 16-bit themes from the game you need and to just modernise them. It needs some more, like, and they... They need some more high energy music for this. Like, and there's a lot of high energy, you mm. know, techno beats for the first fucking Mortal Kombat. Mm. And it fits. It, it needed the OG Mortal Kombat. Like, the, the start of this film felt like a Marvel movie, like yeah. when the title screen came up. I'm like, no, just... Just give us that 1995, the bam, guy bam, screaming bam, bam, Mortal bam, Kombat. Bam, 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 that would be bam, like, bam, 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 bam. You're like, just <sighs> would have been great. It just, it, I think it just, it tried to be something that it wasn't. It tried to be a Marvel film. Yeah. and it It's just, an R-rated film, but it still tried to be superhero-y. Yeah. And it just, I, yeah, I was, I feel, I feel like it just constantly missed the point. Of the of a silly action yeah. combat movie that's supposed to have like brutal and a things going on, yeah. It's called Mortal Tom- Combat, and there is no actual Mortal Combat. Yeah, Mortal Combat, Mortal Wombat. That's what you said. <laughs> Did I? Mortal Combat. <laughs> um, like, only Tom may die. I, I rewatched the tra- <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched the trailers for this, and it's 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 like there's there's you know there's a history that there was a tournament, and they're talking about it all and the history of the tournament. They say tournament a lot in this thing. They reference the living shit out of it, but there's no. It's like Street Fighter with no fighting on the streets. You know what I mean? It's there's there's nothing here. There's no there's one arena in this movie that is from the game, and that's when Jax fights Rico on the bridge, and he slams his head again. I'm like, no, uppercut him, make him fall off, and get stabbed into the spikes below. That's what the bridge level was for. Mm. <sighs> Breeze. Having said that, it's better than Kong vs Godzilla. 
No. So I haven't seen it. Mm, I, no. I, the more I think about it, Kong Godzilla keeps dropping for me. Well, anyway, anyway, yeah. I think it's, I think it's time we get a, a Tom is. Oh, I've been yelling. Fuzzy's been yelling. Tom, let's. What do you got to say for yourself? I am happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We're not finishing just yet. I, I, uh, oh, okay. Did you like any particular let's, fights that you like? Is where was there a particular fight that anyone loved? No. Uh, no, I, I actually did. I, I think I've already spoken about it. I loved the Scorpion versus Sub Zero fight mm-hmm. at the end, um, despite the fact that he said Cole should have turned into Scorpion. Um, seeing them fight it out like that was awesome. Scorpion has always been my favourite character from there, and mm-hmm. seeing the way that he was actually engaging in the brutality of it was great. Um, I did also enjoy the uh, the. I don't think we actually spoke about it yet. The one of the the only deaths that I think we haven't spoken about was the head crush. I don't think we mentioned that. Oh, uh, okay, yep. The head crush? Yeah, from Jax? Yep. I don't think we mentioned that yet. Ah, uh, it was okay. No, yeah, it should have been the bridge uppercut. He was on the bridge. Yeah, I don't know enough about the, the game. The head crush was, pretty, was fine. The, the, but, it like, was, you're yeah. fighting on the bridge, man. That's, that's it's, They're fighting on just a bridge over, like, two canyons, and underneath is just a fuckload of spikes. You just upcut them, and they fall off. Like, that's, that was a big thing for the Yeah, game. they really didn't use any environmental... Yeah, fatalities. Did which they? is which is a big part of like the new Mortal Kombat games is using the environment. To yeah, they use they uh, in the old school ones as well. But they yeah. use it. They use the beastality in this with Kung Lao summoning the dragon and eating Cabal, who somehow gets caught in magic goop. Beastality, not the other word. Beastality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a total Anim- animality. Animality. That's was animality. <laughs> uh, my apologies. Animality. Um, but <laughs> we yeah. still needed a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friendship. <laughs> Once again, I, I think this this movie was fine. Yeah, it was. I I agree with fine. that. If you if you go like me going in as a big Mortal Kombat fan and all the things being like, nope, I had Batman and Superman flashbacks going. Uh, uh, Batman I, doesn't kill people. I would if they released the second one. I'd watch. It. I'd watch it. Oh yeah. I just want to see a tournament. Yeah, I, the, I sec- want the, tournament. the second one would have to be. The se- I reckon that the second one will be a tournament. <laughs> Has to have it, but, but you'll ha- you'll have. Uh, what's the, I want to see him on the boats. I want to see him on a Chinese junk a going to an island. Once a generation, so they're so, not going to. They shouldn't actually. Well, they haven't actually had a tournament yet, yeah. so they can still have a tournament because there hasn't actually been one. Then how the hell do they keep having the same characters in all the in all the video games? Uh, the second game is an immediate second tournament. Tom, you, you'll well. notice that in a lot of these things when they talk about the tournament, like every time they start one of these movies, it's always one to the generation, and the past nine fucking generations have lost to this one. So it's always the same fucking setup. It's always this is the tenth tournament, you know, and they're going to lose. So they always just reset. It to zero well uh, not zero they reset uh, it to nine every fucking time yeah so yeah Mor- Mortal Kombat <laughs> 9 was a complete reset of the storyline because it, it's like it's, yeah it's a it's a Avengers Endgame but going back in time not going forwards mm. um, they do make, make a lot of people immortal um, and they bring a lot of people back from the dead as well so yeah there's, there's a lot mm. of that well they made it pretty clear that, that, that anything that happened in here they're all just going to come back from the dead anyway well Sub-Zero turns into Noob Cybot because it's Bihan because they say you know, yeah, it's Bihan. Cousin takes over. his brother Kwai Liang then becomes Sub-Zero from there and in the games when Scorpion sees Sub-Zero fighting again he's like hang on I killed this fucker but then he realises that this Sub-Zero isn't killing people after the fights and he goes that's not the can I killed and it's Kwai Liang there which is go. my favourite Sub-Zero it looks like David Hasselhoff in the third game do you know what one thing this was missing that I think we needed to have was Shang Tsung versus Raiden Raiden did nothing in this movie Raiden did nothing like we, we had the shield Raiden yeah. did shit in the first film 
He fought people in the first film, and he had an awesome like he had an awesome presence. And characters have great presence in this film. And they they always had that that like you know tete a tete between yeah yeah. They, you, know, you needed to see. I think I needed to see that. Like even just like throwing some fucking lightning bolts and magic balls or whatever. I don't know. Like yeah. do some shit against each other. Like that would have been a add that in as a cool Ooh. fight. Your tournament is shit. Fucking pow. Like that would have been cool. Mm. I'm they gonna soul suck you. However, they, they they made it out like he was that. If Raiden had fought, he would have just destroyed everyone. He's a protector of Earthrealm. And the tournament rules are broken, so he could have done it. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, you've broken the rules twice. Just fucking kill him. You're Raiden. You're allowed to. You're the protector. Instead, I'll put a giant dome around the field and you guys can pass me a fucking egg roll. (laughs) I mean, I did laugh at that. That That and uh, Liu Kang fighting Kano. And he keeps doing the drop, the the crouch kicks. Yeah. And it's just like, is that the only fucking move you know, mate? (laughs) Perfect. I love it because he. the next move is he fakes him out, he jumps over it, and then he goes to do it again. And as soon as he starts moving, you hear this, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, put a shirt on that. <laughs> Kano's fucking fantastic in this film. Yeah. yeah. No, well done, Josh Lawson. Yeah. He, he's looking fucking beefy too. He was good in this. Yeah, he was really... Um, it's, a, it's a shame he died. It's a shame he didn't have a fucking robot laser eye. Would have made sense. Would have made sense. Maybe he'll come back with a robot laser eye. He got stabbed in the eye with a garden gnome. I mean, he could be alive, he but got, mind yeah, you, that he the, got stabbed in the eye with a garden gnome robot. But he, laser eye. but they're the birthmark transferred, which means he's supposed to be dead. Which means, but they might just bring him back anyway. Yeah, because they bring back shit. For, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a I magic mean, sh- game with wizards. I mean, a sh- wizard did it. I mean, Shang Tsung took <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shang Tsung did take. He took Sub Zero, and you see him take Goro because Goro dies really fucking easily in this. It's. I, yeah. prefer, I prefer the 1995 Goro. Stunning. When he got punched in the nuts and fell off a cliff. Dude, it's fucking fantastic. No, he gets punched in the nuts uh, and then Johnny runs away and leads him to the cliff. Oh, it's a great fight because Johnny Cage does his move. Yeah, I, I think I prefer this Goro. <laughs> he was at least, you know, CGI though he may be, was not claymation and looked... It wasn't little- claymation, it was a giant puppet. Yeah, it looked stupid. Oh, that I think if you merge the story and plot beats of the 95 film with the over-the-top graphic and directional and cinematography of this film, if you merge those two films together, you would You've have the perfect pull. Mortal Kombat film. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there'll be enough people going to see this and, and, and getting invested in this that this will get a Mortal Kombat 2, um, which, which great. I mean, yeah. I think they, they only spent $50 million making this film, which is fucking nothing. Not so much. Uh, I, was, I was chatting to a couple of mates who we think should play Johnny Cage. I think Chris Pratt. Cocky, young enough, fit enough. You can't do Ryan Reynolds, he's too old now. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Chris bit, Pratt he's a bit too bulky, though. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Nah. And you see, Chris Pratt playing that sort of character would just be Star-Lord. It's just, yeah, 100%. It is 100% just Star-Lord. But, I mean, it's he's, it's he's, that arrogance that, yeah. There's, there's no one else. Like I was like, maybe John Cena. I'm like, John Cena's way too wide. <laughs> he's bulky as fuck. <laughs> Where Luke uh, Johnny Cage is toned, and he's a smartass. Johnny uh, John Cena's a smartass, but he's not Luke Cage. You get my point. I'm fumbling my words. Let's get the scores, gentlemen. <laughs> Let's do it, Tom. Uh, as I said, I didn't expect much. It gave me what I wanted, and not it, much. Not much. <laughs> Um, it was a, it was a bit of fun. I enjoyed Scorpion and Sub Zero fighting. I think the main character was boring and sort of Bonus. useless to 
bring in there. Um, there could have been more clever things with that, but the fighting was fun. Uh, I didn't. We didn't actually really talk about it, but the CGI on some of the blood, especially at the very start, was a bit. Oh, with like stabbing in the heads and the blood coming out and all that sort of stuff. Yes, it didn't look quite right. The blood mm. didn't look quite. It looked like it was CGI. Um, but overall, like, I wouldn't not watch it again. <laughs> I wouldn't not watch it again. Um, so <laughs> what a ringing endorsement. So I'm really trying to just give it. Think of what to give it. Like, it's somewhere. It's either a six point five or a seven. I'd probably give it. A, 6.5? Yeah, it's fine. I think I'm in the same opinion of you and like that it's really hard to, to score it between the two. Yeah. I had so much fun with the start and end of this film. And like I said, I went in with reasonable expectations, like wanting to enjoy it, knowing it was going to be stupid. You yeah. Know, having watched a bunch of the Mortal Kombat stuff, the, the previous films in the lead up to this, I was, you know, getting in the, getting my headspace around Mortal Kombat. So I was ready to see a lot of fighting and tournaments and was sadly disappointed with the lack of both for the 45 minutes of exposition in the lead up to it. So mm-hmm. at least the exposition was comedic with Kano. It was funny, but it wasn't I don't go there to have a laugh. I go there to watch see, people fight. I go there to see brutal fighting and crazy things getting cut off people. Mm. Like yeah, you know, I wanted to like that first 7 minutes I thought, "Shit, okay, great. Excellent tone for this film." Really, you know, had me thinking about Scorpion's Revenge, wanting to see something good, and then I just was bored for 45 minutes. And I was checking my phone mid-movie. And I know that when I'm checking my phone, I'm not completely invested in what's going on with that film. Yeah. So, yeah, needed more, and then they just rushed the end. So I think the pacing for this, like Tom spoke about earlier on, was just fucking atrocious. It just really did nothing for me. But, yeah, when it did stuff, it was great. I just wanted more of it. So I'm going to give this, I think I have to give it the same score, 6.5. It was just a little bit less than I wanted it to be. That's fair enough. Yeah. Well, we already know my thoughts. Um, (laughs) But I will say with the fights, I was doing the same thing when we watched the Creed movies, when we reviewed Creed 2. I was sitting up in my seat. I was was like, fuck yeah. I was was getting involved in depth with it. I was was thoroughly enjoying myself with it. Every fight's fantastic. Characters have atmosphere. They do their fatalities from the games, all yep. that sort of stuff. There's a lot of fan service here, but at the same time, there's service that'll piss off fans. Um, having said that, though, I am going to go see it again. I want to see it in IMAX. When it comes out on Blu-ray or 4K, I'll probably buy it. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go seven. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to go much more, uh, much higher than that, though. I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. Th- I think. Yeah. Change some of the the things it, it, for the writing for the script. It just felt like you know someone just picked up the back of a game or quickly read it over a wiki and just went, I got it. Yeah. Uh, j- still, that choice to introduce a new character, and now that I, I know there's a bit of been a, an outcry of fans going, "Hey, we want to include this character in the games now." So if you've shown us this as a possibility. Add them to the games; it'd be cool. Mm. Kind of a, a reversal on how they've they've run it, but just seems so pointless. And so, with such a rich character list of of potential people to have gone and created something new, just, mm. yeah, yes. Well, have you seen Mortal Kombat? What do you think of Mortal Kombat? Uh, you already know our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still think if Mortal, you've gotten this far, you do. I, th- I think Mortal Kombat is still the best video game movie. 
The original Mortal Kombat. I think this and the 95 film are both on par with each other. 95 films fighting a shit, but the story is good where this is the opposite. Yeah. Out of all other video game movies, it's better than Warcraft. It's definitely better than Mario. It's better than Sonic. Resident Evil. Better than Resident Evil. Resident Evil's awful. Oh, you do. Resident Evil movie. You take that back. It's awful. The original. It's not good. It's not good, but it's good It's bad. better than this. No, sorry. It's bad good. It's better than this. Huh? Mortal Kombat is better than and Resident Evil. it's a Evil. hell of a lot better than the original one. No. Yes. Hell no. Yes. They're both this the same director This is a very well. different question we're asking here, people. <laughs> 1995 Mortal Kombat or 2000. Through the looking glass. <laughs> or 2001, 2002 Resident Evil. Both Paul W.S. Anderson. True. There you go. There you go. I still don't mind Sonic. I think it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, you have our thoughts. We want to hear yours. You can, of course, leave us a review on the podcasting app you're listening to. That helps us out, and that also gives us your feedback for the show. So not only do we read out whatever it is you've written, but it also goes to the podcatchers that we're, of course, hosting on. Hey, these guys are pretty good. Just check them out and gets other people invested in listening to the show. So if you enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review on the listening device that you're listening to on. Um <laughs> <laughs> or you can join our Facebook listener community and the link will be in the show notes below as well as Incognito Comics details should you want to read some awesome books. There's Mortal Kombat comic books. I might start reading those. Yes, do. Do. All the Venom books that Tom's reading. Tom, thank you for all your quiet thoughts. You'll be hosting next week's episode. Tom, what are we talking about next week? We are talking about Bucky and the cat. Bucky! <laughs> so quiet on the pickup (laughs) (laughs) until next week fuzzy anything Uh, no and just like I say to your mother get over here